Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Blaze Experience once again. I'm your host, Derek, as always, and you are joining us for episode 96 today. And today's episode is going to be a return to State of Decay 2 once again. There was a recent update in State of Decay 2 called the Go Bag Pack, and we're going to talk about that update. But before I get into that, a couple of news items at the top of the show here. Our next podcast, releasing next Saturday, will either be an update on Vigor, which um, I haven't talked about since episode 45. I did always say that I would do one more podcast on it, um, because Vigor has come free release now. So it's free to play for anyone. And I did say that I would go back to it and check how it is when the game fully launched. So now that the game is fully uh, launched, and it's not in a like beta phase or anything like that, I'm going to check it out one more time and uh, do a podcast on it. So next Saturday, I will either do a podcast on that, or I will do a podcast on uh, the Borderlands 3 release. So I will be doing both of those podcasts, probably. Just one will be next week, and one will be the week after, is what I'm thinking. So you will uh, hear both of those, um, most likely, but one will be episode 97, and one will be episode 98, probably. Our next stream is going to be Sunday, 12 p.m. to 4 p.m. Eastern, doing Borderlands 3 on Mixer.com slash Experience. So I definitely appreciate you guys uh, coming there and saying hello for our Borderlands 3 coverage. In fact, if you're listening to this today on Saturday, today is going to be Saturday the 14th when this releases, then I'm actually doing a 12-hour stream of Borderlands 3 today. I'll be streaming 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern. So I would definitely uh, appreciate if you guys stop by and say hello. And that's Mixer.com slash Experience if you want to do so. And I also want to announce, too, that Tuesday the 17th, that's Tuesday, September 17th, I'll be doing a double header podcast. So I'll be doing 12 p.m. to 4 p.m. Eastern, and then I'll be back four hours later. I'll be also be back on 8 p.m. to 12 a.m. Eastern, and that will be the Stranger Things Dead by Daylight release. So Dead by Daylight uh, is having a new chapter come out based on the Stranger Things TV show, and I'm going to do a double stream of that on Tuesday on the release day. So that'll be 12 to 4 Eastern, 8 to midnight Eastern. But that being said, if you do want to support the podcast and support the stream a couple ways you can do so are by buying some of our new merch that's going to be at teespring.com slash stores slash blaze experience or you can support us by joining patreon becoming a patreon member for as little as one dollar a month you get some exclusive rewards that's going to be patreon.com slash blaze experience so that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash b-l-a-i-s-e x-p-e-r-i-e-n-c-e and the merch will be at Teespring, that's T-E-E-S-P-R-I-N-G dot com slash stores slash B-L-A-I-S-E-X-P-E-R-I-N-T. And I will hopefully be showing off some of the merch on stream soon. I did order a couple of items to start off, so um, hopefully I'll be able to show off some of the on stream uh, shortly. But that being said, uh, I'm here today to talk about the State of Decay 2 update, the Go Bag Pack, which is update 10.1. And today is actually going to be a solo podcast. I haven't done a solo podcast in a little while, but I'm um, deciding to do one today. So we'll get some more guests in here, um, you know, probably next time. But I always like to, um, you know, take a break and do a solo podcast sometimes. I think it's kind of a nice, you know, break in the routine a little bit. But reading from the patch notes that are on stateofdecay.com, we have this is a smaller update that packages the new go bag weapon pack with some minor upgrades and bug fixes, including an improvement to the catapulting vehicle situation, a fix allowing clients to heal the technician in daybreak, a few fixes for progression blocker missions. 
So the one I want to uh, stop on right there mostly is the fix the healing the technician in Daybreak. There was a bug in the game where only the host could heal the technician in Daybreak. And that wasn't supposed to be like that. It's supposed to be where everyone can heal the technician. So it's nice that that's fixed now because I didn't counter that when I played some Daybreak. So that's nice to have that fixed. The actual go bag weapon pack, I'm going to stop on at the end here. So we're going to skip by that for now. But I will say that with the Bounty Broker, some other new changes there. There's a new Coming Soon tab on the Bounty Broker interface that lets us drop hints about our next release. So that's pretty cool. We can have like a little hint there if you um, go to the Bounty Broker and check them out. The Bounty Broker interface now accurately displays the weights of weapons with attachments, which is pretty cool. You know, you can actually uh, see the weight with your attachments on there as well. So then when you take them off, you'll kind of know uh, what the gun or uh, weapon weighs by itself. Cash Boma is no longer vulnerable to players who like to throw zombies at him again and again. Basically, players that actually were uh, throwing zombies at Cash, he was able to get hurt a little bit. So that is no longer uh, a possibility. The Stealth Focus Police Sniper Rifle Bounty now requires you to use quiet weapons, not just be crouched while killing zombies. That is a good change, honestly. Uh, I will say that I did get this one by crouching, just to make it a little bit faster myself. But now you have to use quiet weapons. so. That is um, a nice change to get that weapon, because what I did is I basically crouched um, most of the time just to uh, get the stealth kills, but now you have to actually, you know, use stealth weapons, so it makes sense. Cash Boma is now a little bit more chatty than he was before, which, hey, why not, you know? Cash is a cool guy, so I like talking to Cash, so I'm cool with that. We can talk to Cash all day. A couple of gameplay changes here. We reworked our physics systems to make it less likely that a vehicle will explode or fly away upon repair. This is really, really huge because this is a bug that I experienced a lot myself and um, a lot of my friends in multiplayer experience it. Basically, if one of my multiplayer uh, clients in my game would go to repair a vehicle of mine, it would usually explode or um, fly away or something right after they repaired it. Usually as the host, if I tried to repair it, it would work fine. So um, it's nice that that's least fixed or at least partially fixed now so that's going to happen less or not at all we fixed an issue with the new dodge keybind that was causing it to fire off a dodge even when players pressed it while in a menu so basically if somebody was in a menu and they pressed the new dodge keybind then it would make them dodge while in the menu so that's nice that that's fixed now that's where the, um, you can actually separate the dodge in the crouch buttons if you wanted to do that we fixed a fun bug that caused players to walk in the sky when they triggered a remote explosion while sliding down a ladder. Yeah, this one I actually know what they're talking about, which um, normally I wouldn't, but um, thanks to MagicMan79, another uh, streamer, he's on Twitch, if you want to go say hello to him. But thanks to him, I actually knew exactly what this was because he kind of showed it to me, and basically you could explode yourself into the sky and kind of walk over the entire world. So it's kind of interesting, actually, but... Uh, that, that is fixed now, so now you can no longer do that. Like I said earlier, we fixed a bug that was preventing multiplayer clients from healing the technician in Daybreak. This is definitely huge because now it's not just on the host to actually heal the technician, so that is great, and that is a huge uh, fix because, you know, Daybreak is already hard enough for a lot of people, so not being able to heal the technician for clients, that's not really a great scenario, so that is nice to fix. We fixed an issue that was causing some fast search attempts to stall out, I actually encountered this one as well. Um, so oddly enough, you know, most of these patches, I don't encounter some of the bugs, but most of these I actually have encountered. This one I encountered as well. I thought it was really strange, but basically if you go to fast search, 
uh, it would get like about halfway through the search and then it would stop. So then you'd have to restart the search again. I'm like, wait, what's going on? Like, why am I not allowed to search the rest of the thing? So basically it's, it's almost like you search half the container, but the container would let you search the other half. Like, I don't know the uh, programming side of it behind the scenes, but that's how it kind of like felt lore wise. Like, oh, well, I, I searched the first half. There's nothing in the first half, but I guess I can't search the second half of the container. So, <laughs> but, um, now it is fixed. So now it should be all good. We fixed some issues that caused players to get stunned when their friend attacked a zombie they had grappled. This one I actually didn't experience, um, but that doesn't sound like a pleasant experience because, you know, if your friend's attacking a zombie, then you don't want to be the one getting stunned for it, so at least the player wasn't going to be hurt by it, but I mean, in a bad situation, I could see where that could um, cause a player to get hurt because if you get stunned and then there's a horde next to you, that might, you know, put you in a bad spot when you come out of the stun. So that's nice that that's fixed. We are fine search audio adding container open sound effects to most container types. I haven't experienced this change yet, um, but I also haven't been paying attention specifically to it. It might be um, something that's a little bit harder to notice if you're not looking for it, but it is nice that they have specific open uh, sound effects now for containers. But again, that's probably one of the things that, like, if you don't know what you're looking for, then you probably wouldn't notice it. And... That's one of the things with audio, too, is with audio, if it's working all right, people don't really notice it that much because it just kind of it flows. You know, it flows nicely. It works well. And people don't really notice it. The only time people really notice audio a lot is if it's messed up. So say like there's some, you know, uh, like the car bug that used to happen uh, way back in the day where you drive a car and I have like this. It would have like that noise while you drive the car. So it, unless there's like issues like that or like audio is, you know, too loud or too soft or whatever the case is going on, if there's no issues with audio, people usually don't notice it because it's kind of an afterthought. It's like, oh, wow, you know, I'm playing the game, I'm enjoying the game. And then not many people really stop to notice the audio. So I definitely want to give a shout out to the uh, Undead Labs audio team because, you know, they do a great job with the audio and they uh, probably don't get enough credits, so I definitely want to give you guys some credits. So anyone uh, from Undead Labs that does listen to this episode, you know, please um, pat them on the back for me. You know, they do a great job and they make some uh, great audio. And I would definitely like to hear from them uh, on the Undead Labs stream again sometime. You know, a while back they were on, but um, that was very, very early on. So I definitely would be interested in hearing from uh, some of them again. But, you know, they do a great job and... Even though this isn't noticeable for a lot of people, I'm sure it's something that um, makes the game flow a lot better. And miscellaneous, they did further work improving the stability of the game, so that's always a plus. You know, we want the game to be more stable as much as possible, so thank you for that. Uh, submissions changes. We fixed an issue with the help wanted in Heartland, which was blocking progress of the player quit the game when Brock dead. So basically, if Brock dies and a player quits the game, then there will be an issue with the help wanted mission in Heartland. Now the issue no longer exists, so uh, they fixed the issue with that. They also fixed faulty objectives with the following missions, some of which were causing progression pains. Share of winning allies, share of loot dispute, demand for food, demand for ammo, and final offer. So these are huge because um, I don't know exactly off the top of my head what all these missions are specifically, but I do know that some of these were like... um legacy quest line ones i believe and they would cause issues where you couldn't actually finish the legacy sometimes so um that is a huge thing that they actually fix these and now that these objectives work properly then 
uh, you can actually go through the legacies like normal. So that is a huge fix, and I'm definitely glad it's in there like that. All right, but that is all for our patch 10.1 um, patch note specifics. So now we go on to the go bag weapon pack itself. And this is where you know, the meat and potatoes of this update is. And there's a lot of cool weapons that are in this update. And, uh, you know, there was a gun that was specifically designed. Um, and there was a gun specifically themed up for me as well. So I, I definitely appreciate that on Dead Labs. And I really love this gun, but I'll get into that a little bit more after. I just want to save it a little bit. But, you know, at the top here, thank you very much. And I will um, thank you more profusely uh, in a bit. <laughs> But the GoWag Weapon Pack offers a whole duffel bag's worth of grab-and-go weapons in return for completing a whole new set of bounties. So in this uh, weapon bag, there are a couple of new melee weapons. There is a tow hitch club, which is a blunt weapon. And in order to get this, you have to craft 14 vehicle repair kits, which kind of makes sense, you know, because in crafting the vehicle repair kits, you're basically taking the tow hitch and using that as a weapon. So the um way to get it kind of fits with you know the theme of the weapon i guess i will say the tow hitch club it's a fairly cool blunt weapon um i don't think it's you know meta changing where a lot of people are going to use it all the time but it's a fairly cool weapon to use a couple times and i like the design of it i think it's a really cool design but i definitely think it's a weapon that won't like penetrate the meta of what's the best blunt weapons or what's the best blade weapons and that's, of course, unlike the high-angle rescue hatchet from the last pack, that one is definitely going to penetrate the meta. Because the high-angle rescue hatchet from the critical response pack, that weapon is so powerful that it's instantly top five uh, melee weapons in the game. But the Toe Hedge Club, you know, not everything has to be top five. I mean, it, it's still a decent weapon. It still does the job. You know, it's still a good blunt weapon. So if you would like blunt weapons, then... I would suggest giving it a try, and it's a pretty fun weapon to use. We do have a new close combat weapon, which is a wrench blade. In order to get this, you have to collect 10 meds. And I will say, too, when I say collect 10 meds, or later on when I say collect 35 ammo, by collect, that means not like, you know, painkillers and stuff. What that means is the meds you get from rucksacks. So basically, you have to collect three rucksacks of meds and deposit them into your locker because... With each rucksack, you might get, you know, three meds, you might get four meds. Uh, so basically, if you get three rucksacks of meds, then you should be good. It should equal at least ten. So um, you just have to collect ten meds. You know, if you put the rucksack into your locker, it'll give you a couple meds towards your community. And that's how you get that one. The wrench blade looks pretty cool. I like the cosmetic of it. And um, I say cosmetic because... The close combat weapons, if you weren't aware, I'm sure most of you listening are, but the close combat weapons are basically just cosmetic because they offer nothing different in terms of damage or uh, usability or anything like that. Any close combat weapon is exactly the same stats-wise as any other close combat weapon. It's just a different look to it. But I definitely like the look of the wrench blade, and it's really cool to think of someone, you know, making a blade out of a wrench like that. It's kind of interesting. And the other thing I will say, too, for... This wrench blade, and also for the classic AK-47, when you have to collect the ammo or collect the 10 meds, I will say, too, that I had some issues with the collecting ammo, where if you deposit the ammo from the trunk of your car, it didn't count towards my total sometimes. 
So what I would suggest is make sure you go to your locker manually and manually deposit each rucksack. That way you get credit for it. Because some of the time with the classic AK uh, collecting ammo, sometimes when I deposit it from the trunk, it would count. Other times it would not count. So just to keep yourself safe so you don't have to collect extra that you don't need, um, what I would do is definitely go to your locker manually and deposit it. And what I mean by going to it manually, if you look in your base screen, um, there's going to be, you know, wherever your locker is, you see a storage locker, go up to that manually with your character, and then it'll have a button for you to deposit, just deposit there. It is obviously more tedious to do it this way, but it's a lot less tedious to be safe than, sorry, because if you don't do it this way and you deposit from your trunk and it doesn't count, then that's going to kind of suck it away, so... But since I already kind of mentioned it, the classic AK-47 is one of our guns. That is a 7.62 assault rifle. And this is a classic AK uh, look to it. So it has like the classic, you know, wood look to it. Um, pretty much what you think of when you think of an AK. So this one you have to collect 35 units of ammo for. And this is one of the few that I don't officially have yet. The only reason for that is because I'm trying to do all these on Nightmare. And in doing so... Uh, it's kind of difficult to find ammo on Nightmare. I did have, uh, I believe, three rucksacks not count so far. So I think with those three rucksacks, I might have actually beat the challenge. So I'm pretty close, but um, I had three rucksacks not count on me. So I have to find some more rucksacks in Nightmare and uh, deposit them manually for it to count. But I had someone test it for me because I can't test it myself until I get the challenge done. And they said it's a little bit better than the regular AK-47 in terms of shooting, but it's not too, too much different. But um, it'll be pretty similar to your regular AK-47 in shooting, just has the uh, more classic look to it. Next up, we have the MPX. This is a .357 caliber submachine gun. And to get this one, you have to get 150 assault weapon kills. This is one of the easier challenges to do. This is uh, actually the first one we did as a team when we got went through a lot of these together and this one basically you just equip any assault rifle get 150 kills and there you go you have it now the mpx has no sight on it but um it is a pretty decent weapon and since it's 0.357 caliber that's awesome because you don't have a lot of rifles like that you know most of the guns in the game that are 0.357 are pistols which i believe i mean don't quote me because i don't uh, know every gun by heart but to my knowledge here, I think this might be the only rifle in the game that is .357. So, you know, that makes it unique in that sense. And it makes it a gun that's definitely worth using to get rid of your um, .357 ammo. And it's definitely a solid gun. It's um, not anything I'd use too frequently. But, you know, if you have some extra .357 ammo around, you know, why not try to give it a shot? Next up, we have a pistol. It's the G45 FDE which is a 9mm pistol, and FDE is Flat Dark Earth. That's kind of like the you know, color scheme of it. To get this one, you have to craft 8 plate gears, so this one's not too bad. You just you know get some meds together, get some plate samples, craft 8 plate gears, and it's yours. Overall, I think this is a uh, fairly average performing pistol. You know, it shoots pretty fine. You know, it shoots kind of how you'd expect. Um, it's definitely a solid 9mm pistol, and... Honestly, um, there's not too much I had to say about it. You know, it's overall just a solid gun. I mean, um, but it's not a gun that I would use too, too frequently. 
but it's definitely, you know, a gun that fits with the go bag theme where you just grab it and go kind of thing. Next up, we have a gun that a lot of people think is the best gun in the pack, from what I've heard. This is the Doomsday Carbine. This is a .45 caliber rifle. And this one you have to get by crafting 2,750 rounds of ammo or bolts. So basically any rounds of ammo or bolts for your crossbow, you have to craft 2,750 of those. So that's a lot to craft for sure. But uh, once you do get that crafted, from what I hear, it's one of the best firing uh, guns. It has a sight on it. You know, it's got a good sight. And I can't test this one yet because I don't have this one officially. Um, just because I couldn't find enough ammo to actually craft rounds. But I will be getting this um, as soon as possible. And from what I heard from people that have tested it, it's definitely a really solid gun. And one player even told me that I think it's um, going to be in the meta for one of the best guns in the game. I'm not sure if it's going to be that good, but you know, everyone has their own opinions. And um, this particular player thought that you know it was going to be a gun that they use quite often. So. You know, um, I would definitely try to get that Doomsday Carbine. And then, of course, we only have three guns left. So, Undead Labs is so amazing. And they actually made three guns that were themed after people in the community. So, these people in the community are uh, content creators like myself. And they made a gun that was themed after me. A gun that was themed after Fall Down Go Boom. And a gun that was themed after Mr. Earth's Broadcast. And... All three of these guns are really cool. I definitely like the teams of all of them. They all come with unique descriptions that um, sort of pertain to uh, the person that's themed after. And some of them come with different color schemes, things like that. So we'll start by getting into Mr. Dart's gun. Mr. Dart's gun is the MDART 986 revolver. It's a 9mm revolver with a 7-round clip. And this one, you have to craft 80 stamina consumables to get it. So if you go into like a kitchen or um, anything that can craft stamina items, you just craft 80 stamina consumables, and then you get the revolver. Overall, performance-wise, I try the revolver out. It's, you know, a decent revolver. It's not something I'm going to use too often, but that's mainly because I'm not a huge fan of revolvers. I'm not a huge revolver guy. I don't use them too often in the game. But for a revolver, it's not that bad. You know, it's obviously not going to jam or break, which is awesome. Um, it's got seven rounds in it, so that's solid. You know, it has um, at least enough to get you out of a jam, I guess. I would say it's definitely a decent uh, backup gun. So if you want to carry this around in your, you know, in your inventory as a backup gun, just in case your main gun runs out of ammo and you run into trouble, you can pull this out and have a couple of shots just going to get you out of trouble. Um, since it's a revolver, it's obviously fairly close range, but, you know, it, it works pretty well, uh, aims very well, so. You know, it, it's a decent revolver. Um, I'm just not super excited on it, just because I'm not a, much of a revolver guy, though. So, if it was, um, if it was like some kind of other pistol, I would say I would be a little bit more excited about it, because I do tend to like, um, non-revolver pistols better. So like, for example, the G45 FDE, I would prefer that pistol just because I like the way uh, the regular pistols fire a little bit better. Plus, revolvers, they obviously, you know, sound louder and they draw more zombies, too. So if you're looking for a challenge, then I guess it could give you more of a challenge. And speaking of a challenge, in order to get the next uh, theme gun, 
you have to explode 350 zombies. And this is kind of a crazy challenge. Um, it took a team of uh, four of us a little while to do it, honestly. But we used a bunch of explosives and we got it done. But this is, of course, the M590 FDGB shotgun. And FDGB stands for Fall Down Go Boom. So this is Fall Down's uh, personal shotgun. And it's an orange shotgun. It looks really, really cool. I love the orange coloring of it. It's kind of like the same orange that you see in uh, my logo. Uh, I think Fall Down uses pretty much the same color orange that I use. Although uh, orange is kind of like my secondary color. Uh, I think it's his primary, um, if I remember right. Sorry, I'm trying to remember uh, his main colors right now. But I, I know it's definitely a color I've seen um, on his stream stuff before, I believe. But it's really cool gun. Um... It's obviously, you know, pretty close range being a shotgun. It's not like the dev grew. It doesn't have a sight or anything. It's kind of like your classic pump action shotgun. But it definitely packs a punch. It has a lot of power to it. So in close range, it can take out a mob of zombies, you know, really well. So if you have a bunch of them grouped together, you can fire up a couple shots with this. You can uh, knock them, knock their legs off. You can, you know, blast their heads off. I mean, <laughs> whatever you want to do with it. But, um... It definitely has some really big kick to it, and it has a lot of knockdown potential. And it's honestly great for the close-range stuff. So um, it's obviously very loud being a shotgun. So, I mean, you know, that should be expected, but um, it does the job it's put for, you know. It, being a shotgun, if you like shotguns, it will not disappoint you. Because it does exactly what a shotgun's supposed to do. You know, it's, it's loud, it's powerful, it, it's right up in your face, and that's kind of what it's meant for. So. And it's really cool. Um, I do believe it says FDGB on the handle, I think. I couldn't uh, make it out too well, but I think it does. And by the way, this is one of the harder challenges, too. Um, exploding 350 zombies. If you're doing that solo, that's going to take you a lot longer. The only reason this wasn't the last challenge I did is just because for the Doomsday Carbon and the classic AK-47, I just couldn't find enough ammo to actually get what I needed, so... If I find more ammo, then I can craft the rounds I need and stuff like that. So those two challenges aren't that hard. They're just tedious a little bit more. And I just couldn't find enough ammo to get them done yet. But I will get them done. But last but not least, we of course have the Trailblaze X2K. This is a 9mm rifle, and it's themed after myself. And I absolutely love this gun. This gun is amazing. It's completely themed exactly to my playstyle, and... Undead Labs, I can't thank you enough. So, you know, thank you to Dan Mode, Mark Lattenbach, Brant Fitzgerald. Um, I know you guys, you know, all work on the guns um, most probably. And I really, really appreciate, you know, everything about this gun. It's perfect for my play style. It's exactly what I want in a gun. Um, it has a 30-round mag to it. It's a 9mm rifle. It comes with a handmade suppressor on it. You can take that off though. It's not, um, it's not like fully built in. So you could take it off if you want to. And honestly, I would suggest, um, putting the professional suppressor on it. I think the professional suppressor, um, just style wise, it looks a little bit better style wise, I think. They both do about the same. You know, there's really not much difference in it. I mean, the professional suppressor technically will give you a tiny, tiny smidge more range, but, um, the handmade suppressor looks good on it. You know, definitely really cool when it comes with that. Um, the professional, I think, looks a little bit better. The handmade one is in like a white or gray color. The professional one is in a black color. And the advanced is kind of more square black color. 
I would definitely not suggest putting the advanced on it. The advanced does not look well on it at all. I would definitely suggest the more barreled style of the professional or the handmade suppressor. And I, I definitely appreciate the choice of the handmade suppressor that they chose. I think it looks really, really good. And I think it, you know, goes well with the color theme of the gun. But basically, there's a 30 round mag. It comes with a suppressor. It's super lightweight. It's only six and a half pounds. So this gun is just perfect for me because I love to keep my characters lightweight. I really care about their stamina and I love to keep their stamina up. So this is a great gun to bring with you and stay lightweight all the time. And if you stay lightweight all the time, you have marathon on you, for example. I mean, you can just run around and never lose stamina. So like it's crazy good. You know, you can always keep your stamina and you're always going to be in good shape. So, um, I love how lightweight it is for a gun that performs so well. The range is not super, super great, but, um, you know, that's kind of my play style anyways. I'm not a player that, you know, focuses on huge range, but it, it has a scope built into it, and it's one of only two guns in this entire pack that has a scope. This one and the Doomsday Carbine have a scope. Um, so using the scope, you can get, you know, plenty of range for what you need, honestly. And overall, it just performs really, really well. Um, the durability is about halfway, so it's, you know, about normal durability. It's got a decent amount of power. It's got great accuracy, which I love because, you know, being an Xbox player, I definitely um, appreciate the accuracy boost. <laughs> it definitely helps, you know, because being a PC player, it's a little bit easier to shoot with the accuracy. So I definitely appreciate that. And overall, it's just a great gun. It's got um, really... Accuracy is probably its best stat. Um, it has a good amount of power. It's got decent durability. And I just, honestly, I think what I love most is the color scheme, though. I didn't talk about that yet. The color scheme is themed after my colors. So you have the gun is completely in light blue, which is my main color for my uh, logo and everything. And then the trigger, uh, so the trigger and the trigger guard is in orange. And then you have the suppressor, which is going to be in gray, and uh, part of, like, the stock, and I believe the scope barrel is in black. So it's basically got all of my colors right in there, you know, because I use uh, light blue, orange, black, and gray are all my colors. So those are my four colors. Um, the light blue is definitely my primary color. Uh, orange is my secondary. And then... I'd say black is my tertiary color and gray is kind of like my alternary tertiary color. So, but, um, it, it, gun looks awesome. I think what I love second most about it is how lightweight it is. Being six and a half pounds like that, that is awesome. You know, to have a rifle that performs that well and is that light. And, you know, the fact that it has a 30 round mag, I mean, I can carry that around, just carry like an extra mag in my back, in my backpack or anything. Um, it's, overall awesome gun. And the fact that it comes with this presser on it, I mean, that's perfect because especially if you're a new player or something, then you get this gun, it already has a suppressor built into it. Well, it's not technically built in, but I say built in because it comes with it. And I believe that's the only gun in the entire pack that comes with the suppressor. So you already have a suppressor to use. You can get it, go, and you know, keep firing silently. Which is huge because with the suppressor on it, Quietness is great too. It's one of the most quiet guns in the entire pack because of that. And it's just awesome, honestly. And to get this gun too, it's actually, um, if you're a newer player, I would say it's a fairly hard task to get this one. And that's because it destroys six play cards in melee. 
Uh, we did discover, I don't know if it was intentional, but we did discover that if you fire on the play card and you explode it, whatever you want to do, all you have to do is get the last hit with melee in order to get the, uh, get it to count. I don't know if that's the way it's supposed to be. I did all of mine melee 100% way through, so I didn't want to cheat myself on this one, especially being my gun, so, um, I, Meleeed all the way to the end of every heart, but uh, I have heard and seen that people can shoot play card and then just get the last hit with melee in order to get it to count towards this bounty. So I feel like that's probably not the way it was designed to do. So that might be fixed in the future, kind of like with the police sniper rifle, how that bounty was fixed. I could see this bounty getting fixed in the future where it counts for only melee all the way through. I'm not sure if they can, I guess, make that work because maybe that's like a programming thing where it's hard to actually make the system understand that you meleeed the entire time. So um, I'm not sure of like how that works on behind the scenes, but hey, maybe it'll change it, maybe not. But right now, I would suggest if you have a harder time with melee, try to get it right now because if you get it right now, you can still get it by getting the last hit with melee. But that's our go bag pack. So you know, I'm really excited about this pack and. Uh, I know this is a shorter episode, of course, but it was a smaller patch, and I felt it was big enough of a patch to warrant its own episode, but I felt it's obviously not big enough of a patch to have, like, you know, over an hour episode. But, you know, we have had a couple of short episodes in the past. 30 minutes is probably, like, our minimum. We, we've never had an episode, I don't think, less than 30 minutes, except the episode zero. But, you know, we sometimes have 30 or 40-minute episodes, and sometimes we have, you know, two-hour episodes, so... We have a, a good range, I'd say. But but I really want to thank Undead Laz for this go-bag pack. I mean, my gun specifically, I, I appreciate this so much. And thank you to the entire team there. You know, I'll give a shout-out to Damn Mode, Mark Lautenbach, and Brant Fitzgerald again. I, I really appreciate everything you guys did with this gun. And the Trailblaze X2K, I love it. And this is definitely going to be one of my top five most used guns now. Obviously, I'm a little bit biased, but... I don't even, I honestly don't even have to be biased though because the gun is literally tailored to my playstyle. Like it has everything I want in a gun in my playstyle. So basically this gun and the M4X2 light SSW, maybe the DevGru shotgun, the RTX Piranha, those are probably going to be my top four most used guns right now. So, and I think honestly the Trailblaze is probably going to be the, the most used just because I can get a bunch of copies of it, just put on all my community and just have them run around with, you know, trailblazes. So have my entire community run around with uh, trailblazes on their back. But yeah, I'm super honored to have this gun, and uh, I definitely appreciate it. So thank you for this, you know, Easter egg on Dead Labs. And I'm even more honored, too, that this is the first uh, blue gun in the game. So that is really, really cool and really awesome to uh, see that. And, you know, I'm really happy for Mr. Dart and Falldown to get guns as well. You know, Falldown having the first... Uh, orange gun in the game which is really cool so honest definitely floored with this and i can't wait to use the gun even more like that i'm still um flabbergasted that it's actually in the game so thank you very much undead labs thank you for all you do and you know thank you for this pack as well I, I can't wait to see what else comes out in the future because these packs are really really cool and i will say too that in your supply locker i really love how you guys actually uh, made a little icon that identifies the weapon so it's super easy to pick out these weapons for Supply Locker. It's like your World War II weapons, 
that's noted with a little star. You have your critical response pack, which has like a little orange uh, explosion symbol. And then the go bag pack has like a little bag symbol. So each of these uh, packages has a different symbol to it. And it makes it super easy to find the guns in your locker. If you like, oh, let's use uh, only World War II weapons today. And you can go to your locker, pick out a World War II weapon and go. And it really makes it super easy and fast to find these guns, which I definitely appreciate that. So thank you for that as well. But, you know, I can't wait to see what comes up next with uh, Cash Beaumont. You know, uh, I'm looking, I'll be looking at that coming soon tab and uh, seeing what hints we get in the filming soon tab. But I can't wait for more bounties and I can't wait for, you know, more packs. But thank you, Undead Labs, for um, the gun and thank you for the pack and thank you for all the bug fixes as well. You know, a lot of these bug fixes. They are things that, you know, I've noticed in the game, and they were definitely uh, bugs that I wanted to see fixed, and, you know, obviously you guys fixed them because you're awesome like that. But that being said, I will just reiterate at the end here. Our next podcast is either going to be an update on Vigor, since it is uh, free to play now, or we're going to do a podcast on the Borderlands 3 release. So I probably will be doing both of those podcasts. Uh, the order will just kind of vary, but um, episode 97 and 98, those will probably be both of those. Our next stream is going to be tomorrow, Sunday, 12 p.m. to 4 p.m. Eastern. That's going to be doing Borderlands 3 on Mixer.com slash Blaze Experience. And I also want to note that today, when you're, uh, you might be hearing this on Saturday the 14th, if you are, today we're doing a 12-hour stream of Borderlands 3. So uh, please stop by and say hello. That's going to be 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern. And we're also doing coverage of Borderlands 3 on Monday as well, 12 p.m. to 4 p.m. Eastern. And then Tuesday is the release of the Stranger Things chapter for Dead by Daylight. So I'll be doing a double header stream for that. What I mean by double header is I'm going to do one stream, take a break, and then do another stream. So uh, Tuesday, September 17th, I'll be doing 12 to 4 Eastern with the Stranger Things Dead by Daylight release. And then I'll come back four hours later. I'll stream 8 p.m. to 12 a.m. Eastern. So uh, I'm going to do double header there. But if you want to support the podcast and the stream and what we're doing here, a couple ways you can do so. You can join our Patreon and become a Patreon member for as little as $1 a month. And you can get some exclusive rewards with that, which you can find on patreon.com slash blazescreens. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash blazescreens. And you can also get some new merch we made. We have a merch store now, which has pillows, it has t-shirts, mugs, stickers, a lot of different stuff. So you can find that at teespring.com slash stores slash blaze experience. That's T-E-E-S-P-R-I-N-G dot com slash stores slash B-L-A-I-S-E-X-P-E-R-I-N-C. And I will be showing off some of that merch on stream soon. I ordered a little bit of it to kind of test it out. So uh, you will get to see some of the merch and the colors I picked. There's a lot of different colors you can pick from there. But um, I went with some of the classic, you know, blaze experience colors. I definitely appreciate people checking that out. If you want to get a hold of me, you can do so via email, theblazeexperience at gmail.com. You can do so via my Discord, which will be in the show notes. You can also do so via Twitter or my Xbox Live Gamer Tag. That's going to be at blazeexperience. That's capital B, L-A-I-S-E, capital X, capital P, E-R-I-E-N-C-E. And then you can also find me on YouTube and Facebook as well. I don't uh, frequent those as much right now, though. Um, maybe in the future I'll have a bigger YouTube presence, but right now I don't have a huge YouTube presence. It's kind of, uh, just reposting the episodes that I do in the podcast to YouTube. So there's not a whole lot on there right now, but if you do comment on there, then I uh, will get back to you. It just might take me a little longer. 
And then if you want to find the podcast, you're obviously listening to it right now. But some ways that you might not be familiar with to listen to it, it's on Spotify, it's on Stitcher, we're on Google Podcasts, we're on iTunes, Radio Public, and a bunch of other directories. So all you have to do is just type in the Blaze Experience into whatever search bar you use, and it'll come up somewhere. If for whatever reason you don't like to use apps on your uh, tablet, your phone, anything like that, what you can do is join my Discord. And in my Discord, there's a channel that says Direct Download Links. And you can actually get the direct download links right there for any episode I've ever done. So um, every episode I've ever done since episode zero, you can get the direct download link for that episode and download it directly to your device without ever having an app. But I definitely thank you all for being here. And it's been a lot of fun to talk about this Go Backpack. Thank you again to Unlid Labs. I really, really appreciate it. And I will see you all next week. So thank you once again for listening to The Blaze Experience.